Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we want to thank you all for tuning into our podcast, The Sports Plebes. I'm Nate Dar, joined as always by my co-host Joe Timler and our producer Matt Arnold. Lots to go over today, as always. Uh, Requiem for GME. Where do we go from here? Which stocks are we looking at? A Super Bowl recap. Patrick Mahomes was held to probably the worst game in his career. Um, we touch on that. Prep for March Madness. Indiana University and Notre Dame get big wins. The NBA's ramping up. Who do we take seriously? more seriously between the Jazz and the 76ers and wrapping things up as always with our social media story, Joe's bets of the week, Matt, Joe, how are you guys this evening? Nate, I'm doing great. I am getting adjusted to this thing that I haven't experienced since 2008. And that's what I call winter. Mm -hmm. Um, So we, yeah, (laughs) it hasn't been above freezing for the last four days. It won't be for the next week. We're getting down to negative 15 on Monday, that's without wind chill. So with wind chill, it could be like negative thirty. Um, and I kind of liked it at first. I'm I'm starting to get a little bit sick of it. I'm I'm kind of ready for spring. We're going to Phoenix for spring break. I know you're going to Sanibel, so both of us have a little bit of a break from this this harsh winter dungeon. But uh, yeah, I, I like seasons, and I'm happy to see the kids play outside and go sledding. But I'm rambling a little bit about the weather here. How are you doing? How, how, how was your Super Bowl experience like? Oh, it was fine. Peter came over um, and then my wife made it about the first half. And then she had a <laughs> I talked her into doing the um, the five dollar FanDuel promotion to win two hundred and seventy five dollars. And she took the Chiefs. So she oh, was no. pretty, annoyed, pretty annoyed pretty quickly <laughs> when it was clear that uh, the refs and the gods of football were in no way, shape or form going to allow the chiefs to be in this football game. It felt like, um, but no, it was good, man. You know, uh, I mean, uh, she made some Buffalo chicken dip. So we mm. munched on that. Other than that. Yeah, man, much of the same. I can, I'm sure as you can imagine the Indiana winters are just as harsh as Kansas. It sounds like we've been covered in snow and just freezing. My dad keeps, uh, my dad gave me a, it's like a, Something that you basically plug your car battery into that keeps it from dying. Oh, yeah. Over- <laughs> so my car doesn't. <laughs> I don't think it's that cold. I think that's just him being paranoid, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. but uh, wood burners pretty much going every every day when I get home. So that's good. Gets the house nice and toasty. But yeah, I'm ready for this, this, this to be over. Get out and do some work on my basketball hoop again when it's not just a sheet of ice in my driveway. I know, so, and it's just like a recent thing here because a week ago it was fifty, and I was because we got a hoop at our house too, and I was playing out there. But yeah, it's it's been a no fly zone for the last week. Um, Super Bowl, so I'm going to sound really old here, but I went to my brother's house. It's kind of like a family thing. He doesn't have a TV, but technology is amazing. So he has a projector in his basement. We put we hooked up a little Chromecast USB thing. I had YouTube TV on my phone. We streamed it through that. It was playing through his like 90-inch projector, crystal clear with no buffering or anything. I was just like, how is this working? And very nice. So it was yeah, it was great. Hmm. Uh, what was he what was he streaming on? Like CBS, this or the the CBS app or whatever it is? No, so I had YouTube TV on my phone um, and I just had the game on there and it was simulcasting through the old like five-year-old Chromecast. It was just like I don't know how all this is working. Um, but we're getting to watch one of the worst Super Bowls ever together, oh, and yeah, <laughs> there was there was also some, there was a betting controversy at the Timler House too. So we did Super Bowl squares right with the, the six of us. Uh, the kids were so excited, the older ones. But it ended up oh, that yeah. Andrea won the first quarter, 
I won the second quarter. Little Dave won the third and fourth quarter because the fourth quarter was scoreless. So the three older ones all struck out. It was a great lesson for them. They all lost their $2 they put in. Little Dave won $6, but he's kind of saved the day. He he demanded candy instead of the, the cash, and then he shared it with his siblings. So it, it was a good good ending to the story. <laughs> good man. Good man, oh, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, but the actual game, the actual game, what are your thoughts on the, the actual Brady bowl? I don't know, man. It's, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to harp on it too much. I just think it's an easy thing to say like, Oh, this game, it was never going to be that close. And that, uh, you know, the chiefs and it's probably true. You know, the chiefs didn't deserve to win that game. The bucks clearly outplayed them. Um, all that being said, I looked, I just wanted to look at the past two games, the NFC championship and the super bowl. Yeah. The, the, the 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 disparity in in penalties was just ridiculous. I think it was yeah. So the, it was fifteen for one hundred and fifty yards versus six for forty three yards in favor of the Bucks versus the Packers. Yeah, yeah. For the between the two games, it's one hundred and three okay. yards uh, okay, in favor okay. between the two of them. And I mean, I think we know like just the fact that the first half, it's just it was just acknowledged and accepted that the first half was kind of there were some questionable calls against the Chiefs or for the Bucks, however you want to look at mm-hmm. that. And I just think it's ridiculous. I'm like, this is the Super Bowl. It's the biggest game of the year. I mean, we had all the hype building up to it. And then we're just like, oh, yeah, the refs weren't really on their game for the first half of football. But it, <laughs> it, it, it somehow I'm supposed to say, oh, it's somehow didn't really affect the game that much. It's a game of inches. We always talk about it being a game really centimeters. It's a game of centimeters, really. And you're going to tell me 100 yards in the first half and penalties or whatever? I think it was – well, I don't know if it was the first half, but – It was close. Point, yeah. I looked up, and there was like 10 penalties for 100 yards to the Chiefs versus like three for 20 to the Bucks, And I'm like, now, did, were, were the Chiefs grabbing and handsy with the, with the, with the receivers? Yeah. I, but the Bucks' reputation the whole season was that they're a physical defense and they're handsy because they don't have like Antoine Winfield's a stud. But other than that, the Bucks don't really have anybody in their secondary right. that you would have thought could hang with the speedsters on the Chiefs. Um, I don't know, man. I don't want this to be like a conspiracy theory thing because I love the NFL. But I, we've seen this time and time again. It's the mystique of I don't know if you want to call it the mystique of Brady, much like Jordan's push off in the famous push off against the utah jazz it's just like the flags just come for him when they need the, it. That, the brady tuck the, rule remember that one against the yeah. raiders that who even knew that was a rule nobody knew that was a rule until they <laughs> went to the yeah they went back and discussed it and came out it's and they got you know, rid of the rule I mean, so all, all hail brady i guess you know he's the goat he was already the goat apparently and we're just you know we're just gonna keep piling on the frustrating part is it, it feels like this team could make a run at it again next year and it wouldn't really surprise me to see the bucks back in the big game um, based off how everything went to end the season for them they did you know i mean brady didn't play that good we talked about this he had what 200 did he have 250 yards passing and three touchdowns i mean i don't he didn't throw a pick except for the one that got called back because of the penalty on the other side of the field (laughs) that was that was the moment that i was like oh Uh they're not even the chiefs come close here (laughs) like this this, this, you know and whatever i'm biased i can't stand the i couldn't stand the patriots i can't stand tom brady you know and i'm not a professional sports broadcaster so i don't have to sit up here and and toe the line and be like well you know i mean i think the Bucks were going to win that game. Regard, they probably were going to win that game regardless. But I don't know how you can sit here and say, you know, it's a game of inches, and then act like just having a brutal first half penalized against you yeah. 
set you back in the game. Yeah, they were in a big hole because the first half was screwed. And yeah, you're right. They never came back from that. But I don't think it's fair to just expect the Chiefs, because they're the Chiefs, to dig their way out of this hole that they were in large part placed in because of some questionable at best calls. So what? What? Are, where? Where are you? Are you? I know we kind of are in agreement here, but what do you think? Am I just overreacting? to it i just think it's ridiculous how in general everybody's like yeah but it was it wasn't like it was a close game yeah it wasn't a close game because in the first half egregious <laughs> penalties called against the chiefs and then they were never able to dig their way out of the hole you know yeah so. no i agree and i think especially the way the penalties like you said the one of the penalties wiped an interception off the board another penalty i think was on fourth and goal on holding in the end zone and a clearly uncatchable ball that gave them you know a touchdown after that so that we're talking about a turnover reverse we're talking about going from a field goal to a touchdown like these are real significant penalties that are putting points on the board for the bucks and just looking at the overall game stats i mean the chiefs 350 to 340 yards 340 yards they outgained the bucks Yards per play was 5.4 for the Bucks, 5.1 for the Chiefs. So that story just tells a very even game. Obviously, the two turnovers for the Chiefs were huge. The penalty yards, 120 to 39, that's – it feels like the difference in the game. I mean, it feels like maybe the Bucks should have won that game by a touchdown. The Bucs should not have won that game by 22 points. That was ridiculous. No, no. That, I guess that's my thing. I don't think – I don't – you know, watching that game, I don't think you can say that, oh, well, the – the chiefs were going to ever blow them out, but I just think it, it felt like it should have been closer. Um, and Mahomes was running for his life. You know, that's, that's obviously the narrative that's, that's come out from this, that the, I, you know, it's the stat it's been thrown around a ton. It's not like this is in-depth analysis. Here, oh, hit me was, with it. Andy Reed kept five offensive linemen on like over 90% of their offensive play calls, which is insane. Cause it's like, dude, just, just bring an extra blocker. They're coming for his head right now. Yeah. Um, so that was that was that's been a big you know takeaway that they didn't the Chiefs never really adjusted and they kept going for the big play and apparently they should have run the ball down twenty one points that's that's kind of my thing I'm like they were putting this massive hole like we said yeah in the first half because of some of these and yeah they were having success on the ground but when you're down twenty one points in the Super Bowl like what do you expect them to do they're gonna go for it you're gonna go for the big play did Mahomes hold on to the ball too long yeah for sure. Was he always scrambling for his life? And were they able to get major pressure up the middle with just four guys? Yeah. Did the Bucks have a bit, bit better game plan? Yeah, it seemed like they did. It seemed like Andy Reid got out coached. But like I said, I just – I can't sit here and act like, oh, the penalties, you know, it was a blowout anyway. It's not like that had a big like, – that, that affects the game. You know, it affects <laughs> the game a lot when you put any points on the board, let alone feeling like, man, there was a turnover that got negated and there might have been seven to ten points that were – almost handed to the Bucks because of this. I mean, as you said, you give you give Brady first and goal after a he sails the ball through the uprights, literally through the uprights yeah. on that that path that they flag. And I mean I'm it's just over then. You know, they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to come back from that. So I I do think you know anybody anybody pouring dirt on the Chiefs right now is an idiot. They're gonna come back and probably be in the Super Bowl. Like it wouldn't surprise me to see a Super Bowl rematch next year either. You know, I just I'm like, everybody that's, oh, well, this has been kind of building and this team has line problems. I'm like, all right, they were banged up. They, <laughs> they, they were a questionable offsides call away from going to three straight Super Bowls now. Right. And they were like, down, what, four starters on the offensive line, including uh, like Mitchell Schwartz, who's like a pro bowler. Like they, they were, Fisher's not a slouch either. Like it was serious injuries on the line. Yeah. Yes. And I just, anybody that wants to act like this is, um, 
this is, you know, they knew this, or this is the beginning of the end for the Chiefs, or, oh, now Mahomes' contract really kicks in. I'm like, yeah, all that's relevant. <laughs> they also have won, like, 25 out of their best 27 football games. And um, I just, I think they're going to be back and just, roar, just I think, you know, if anything, I think it'll be the opposite. I think this is going to piss them off, and you're they're just going to rip through the AFC <laughs> next oh, year yeah. because – yeah. I don't know who in the AFC still is going to be able to stand up to them. You know, do I do I think the Bills are good? Yeah, I do. Do I hope the Colts get a quarterback and can make a run? Yeah, I do. I don't think either of those teams can compete with the Chiefs unless they're down four starting offensive linemen. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think we could probably compete with the Chiefs <laughs> in that situation. Oh, and we were and there's a hundred yard uh, penalty discrepancy. I'll take I'll take that. And yeah, we could. We could we could lay thirty on the Chiefs and, and have a chance. I mean, the the Bucks lost to the Chicago Bears this year. That's all you need to know. If if you win a Super Bowl and you lose to Mitch Trubisky, I'm actually been Nick Foles at the point. I'm not sure. It's it's embarrassing, but yeah, you couldn't feel happier for such outstanding high character Bucks like Andamakan Sue and Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette. They just have a lovable cast of do gooders who you just can't help but root for. You know. Yeah, man. So, I Jason don't know. Pierre Paul, I don't, he, he actually I, he blew his finger off the firework. That's fine. That's, that's... I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't hate, hate on JPP. Actually, he's just <laughs> I was just he's an idiot for that. Kind of what what is it with Giants players and and blowing and shooting oh, or blowing this up? <laughs> the Plaxico, yeah. Uh, but maybe maybe the secret isn't Brady. Maybe it's Jason Pierre Paul because this was very much like the Giants beating the Patriots in those Super Bowls, right? And Jason Pierre-Paul was on that second Giants team. Maybe that's the connection mm-hmm. we should be missing. Yeah, no, that, that's valid. Yeah, yeah. And they did – the Bucks do – they have, you know, they have a they have a lot of guys that they're going to have to pay or make some tough decisions about. Like yeah. Leonard Fournette is not going to come back. Somebody's going to offer him a big contract and he's going to go. Um, I don't think Shaq Barrett will be back. I think – I just don't see how they're – unless the Bucks are just going to go all in, they're going to lose some of these guys that are going to – other people are going to be willing to pay. Yeah. Now, that being said, you know, clearly players are willing to take a discount and come play for Brady, um, and that that seems like that will happen again, I guess. So Could be. I, I don't um, think the Bucks are going to get back there. I, I think the Rams with Stafford are going to be really good next year. I think the Packers will still be there. If the Bears can get a quarterback, you know, maybe they can get Deshaun Watson. That's a whole nother can of worms, but Yeah, no, I, I feel you, man. I just I don't know. It's uh I do think it's interesting how Brady has kind of started this movement and you see all these other quarterbacks that are now kind of like, Hey man, I want I want guys like I wanna have more say. I wanna yeah. I wanna be have more control. Uh Russell Wilson went on the Dan Patrick show. That was the big one recently. And I actually was listening to that live when he said that and it was like a whoa moment because you could tell Dan was kind of just casually throwing it out there, like trying to get him to play ball as he says, but he didn't think he would. It was like Russell Wilson's engaged. He's like, Oh, we're here. We're doing this. And you know, and yeah, I mean, he said, he said, you know, it's, I don't think he said anything outlandish, but just the fact that he's like, well, I don't know. That's up to Seattle. If I'm still there next year, you know, it's interesting. (laughs) And there's, there are reports that a bunch of teams are calling Seattle and, um, much like Deshaun Watson, the rumor is that the the GMs are basically like he's not for sale and hanging. Yeah, up, which, which you should, it's what you should do. That's what you, it, ain't right, it just drives up the price. The, the the Texans are doing the same thing, but if they get four first rounds from, I think it's the right move. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think that somebody somebody will end up cracking and giving four first rounders for him. Right, like the, the going the Texans, like he, 
he led the NFL in passing. Deshaun Watson had a really good year. The rest of your team just isn't good enough to compete for a championship. No. So you have to probably tank and get all those first rounders and be the best team in 2024. Hopefully that would be, that would be my goal for the Texans. Yeah, no, I mean, like, that's kind of the rebuild that they're going to have to go through, it seems like. Um, uh, yeah, J.J. Watt, no, I'm I mean, sorry. Such a, boring, such a boring Super oh, Bowl, man. Yeah. God, we've had, what, the, you had the Rams-Patriots Super Bowl that was incredibly boring. Last year's was awesome. That was one of the best Super Bowls, you know, I've ever the seen. The comeback, yeah. But the year before mm-hmm. that was the Rams-Patriots. That yeah. was a dog. I mean, that was, ugh. Yeah, so... Two out of three years, really rough, rough yeah. games. The commercials, the commercials were okay. I liked the uh, the uh, Cheetos uh, Mila Kunis. <laughs> that, that was, was my pretty good. The shaggy, I, thought, I yeah. thought Shaggy killed it. That was great. Um, and then I don't know if there was any others that really. I'm not a huge commercial guy. Obviously, I'm there for the game and the, the prop bet. So what I. The, uh... Oh, what's up? What about the uh, the Jeep? The I didn't know that was Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I didn't nobody, know that was Bruce Springsteen. Nobody either. south of like fifty knew that was Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I always picture him with long hair. Like yeah. Bruce, didn't he always have long hair when he was yeah. younger? I don't know. I have no idea. I just know he's he's the boss, and I like his I like his classic rock songs and stuff. You know, yeah. somebody uh, I did hear um, that he's. He is, is in no way, shape, or form is he like a Midwest or a Western guy. And he kind of had a – he was kind of laying the accent on a little bit, you know, the drawl, if you will. And <laughs> I think he's like – I think he's from like California. He's, from, he's like, born in New Jersey. No, yeah. That's it. yeah, the other side. He's Yeah, you're right. He's an East Coast dude. And he was just laying on the – the drawl the southern drawl a little bit eh, all right bruce whatever <laughs> so, but i mean he, he does sing about like pennsylvania mining towns and stuff like he yeah he's definitely dabbled in other parts of the country before yeah no i get it i i don't know man i i'm always i'm always kind of skeptical of these commercials that are basically like we're gonna we're look how good it could be or it's almost like a virtue signaling commercial basically and then oh, yeah. at the end they have, their com- yeah. they have their company logo and i'm like cool man i get it like i don't know how i'm supposed to it's still a commercial you're still trying to get me to buy jeeps and stuff like that which i like jeeps so i'm not you know i'm not yeah. against it but... yeah it could be a fun car you know 20 years down the road drive around your yeah. grandkids in the jeep that'd be good for sure for sure why was the uh why was his his top down though that was my other question from that commercial Looked like it was freezing outside. And <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever, have you ever actually been outside in the cold while driving around? Yeah, like, no, I haven't been in a convertible since Matt and I drove to Lake Webster together. That was magical. That was very nice. That was actually really mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. That was a good. That was a good Indiana, a mm. good Indiana drive right there. It's classic. Yeah, driving around, driving around the Amish classic buggies in our Mustang. Can't uh, beat it. Yeah. The halftime show was was it was cool. I don't know. I uh, did you watch it? I, I, didn't, I didn't watch it. I watched like some of it, okay. and then I stepped outside uh, with Peter for a minute. But I mean, it. I I saw the part where he was. Uh, he had all the plastic surgery masks on that I was super confused about, and then Alicia was like, "Oh yeah, it's because he had a botched plastic surgery or something." And I was know. like, "Oh, that's really kind of weird." Like, so, but I I guess that was the. <laughs> That was the reference or whatever. He had his. He had a bunch of guys that looked like him with their faces all wrapped up. I don't know. It was weird. Halftime shows are just halftime shows. It's a st- chance for me to usually step outside and smoke. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah. Oh, did you want to, we kind of skipped the, we buried the lead. Did you want to touch on GME and your, our thoughts on that? And no, where, where no. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's the crash has happened since we last had our podcast. It was, you know, right at three fifty, I think um, last week, our friend, dear friend, Peter bought it at three twenty. <laughs> now it's hovering right around 50. I, I don't know. Has he sold it yet? Or is he hanging on to that bad boy? I think he's just hanging on to it. I yeah, think. I why not? Yeah. Why not at this point? Yeah, why would you not hang on to it at this point? I mean, maybe in 20 or 30 years, it could like you could start to recover some of that money. I don't see the point in selling at this point. It's not like he's hurting for the money by any means. Um, Do- Dogecoin, is that how you pronounce it? I thought it was, is it Doggy Coin or is it Dogecoin? I, I, Nathan says it's Dogecoin. He Dogecoin? would know. Okay. Oh, yeah, he, he would absolutely he know. A, yeah, he put a thousand dollars into it. I told you guys about this, but he was actually the opposite. He was up eighteen or two thousand dollars at one point. Did he sell and it? I, think, I don't know exactly what he did. He, okay. um, he, like I said, he hit. He was the other, the opposite. He, I, I got him to do the pro, the Fanduel promo as well. Um, which Fanduel, I don't know where my fifty dollars credit is because I sent him the link, my little account link. I, they haven't credited my account. Oh, refer a friend, yeah, yeah, refer a friend. Yeah, I'm a little pissed off at him right now. Like, we're beefing. I've got a ticket out, and he does too. So every um, time you send a letter to them, they they they, they take care of you, Dane. So uh, Fan Fanduel, I haven't really cried to Fanduel yet. So mm. DraftKings, I think I kind of sick of me at, at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Look who's this guy. I've, I've tried. I've tried to. I've tried to to tone down my my tickets um but no he actually hit on the bet five to win 275 dollar one because he was just like well i'm not betting against tom brady and laid the five on the box okay um but then he's told me he took that out and then put it into stocks so he's big on the stock market right now and i don't know that's a little scary for me i like sports betting i'm much more responsible in that way i guess yeah Yeah, I mean, it's, it's more reliable. The games are never fixed. Uh, everything's always on the up and up in sports. So. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Do you want to turn to the, the hardwood? Yeah, certainly. I actually, I'm actually stoked about uh, how you swept Iowa somehow. And I then know, held inexplicable. Off, held off Northwestern in, over, in double overtime last night. I mean, they're alive. They're alive and kicking. They're not even the... As of today, they're not even in Lenardi's first four out. I think they're actually in his last four in <laughs> right now, which is yeah. insane. But I uh, I look I follow this site called the Bracket Matrix, and it has like a hundred and twenty different brackets in it, like from all the experts, and like it's like a composite ranking kind of. And yeah, they're like the eighth to last team. They're the highest ranked, highest ranked eleventh seed on here, so they're they're in good shape, man. We'll see, man. I, you know, part of me, you know, obviously I'd love to make the tournament. Part of me wants just, it's it's like, just get rid of Archie. Oh, you want Archie you know, fired. I want Archie out. I'm over him, dude. You know, <laughs> um, there's just, you know, there's just all like kinds you, of kids. You're trying to convince me you didn't want the Bears to make the playoffs. No, you want to make the tournament. You want I want to make, I want to make the tournament, but I don't want to make the tournament and just get stomped in the first round. That's not what I want. Does that mean you know? I would. I want to. I want to win a game in the tournament if we're going to make the tournament. You're not going to be playing a, an awesome team. The six seeds right now are like Creighton, Virginia Tech, Kansas, Rutgers. Like you could beat those teams. Although Kansas may pull it together a little bit, but they are right. They are well. I mean, they're playing like Iowa State right now, but they're stomping them. I think. Yeah. Well, um, they just beat Oklahoma State, so there's a little bit of Jayhawk pride here that people are kind yeah. of discouraged because K State's awful, uh, and Kansas was doing oh, terrible. It was the first time they hadn't been ranked in like 30 years, I think. So, 
Yeah, I was glad I didn't take that blue blood, blue, blue bloods bet at the beginning of the season. That's a bit of a mouthful. Um, from it was like Kentucky, North Carolina, oh, no. Oh, no. Michigan <laughs> State. It was like any of these teams wins the championship right. at plus two seventy. I was like, mm, that looks too easy to me. I don't, I don't know. They know something I don't know. Clearly, they knew something I didn't know, which was that all those teams kind of stink to our okay yeah it's um, like maybe two of them will make the tournament that'll be great <laughs> yeah seriously. yeah two of the six teams they listed will end up actually making the tournament so um notre dame beat duke i lost 50 on that josh Ooh. lost 25 dollars. he just texted me <laughs> what was the what was the line was duke favored by like four points or what was it at seven and a half bro oh, seven and a half okay it was big they had a fifty percent odds boost on any college basketball game, so I just okay. bet fifty on the money line. It was the max bet you could lay, and I was like, "Oh, they're not going to go into Cameron Indoor and beat beat Duke because they just gotten like you said. We were both upset by the way they lost to Georgia Tech when it oh, felt yeah, like. Oh yeah, I was ready to bail. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I I bailed. I bailed. I was off the ship. I was hate betting. It was a full on hate <laughs> bet. They slapped me in the face. So. <laughs> Ah, uh, Duke sucks. This is why Duke sucks. I guess. I yes, don't we need to pull. I, I don't know if that video is PC anymore. If it has been canceled, but that was a great. This is why Duke sucks. <laughs> Look it up on YouTube. It's great. Like circa 2004, maybe. It's awesome. Oh yeah, that was. You showed me that. That was the best thing I'd ever. That was like the best thing 14 year old made it probably. Ever yeah, seen. it's it's riffs off of "This Is Why I'm Hot," which is a pretty a pretty terrible song if you go back and listen to it. But when you combine it, "This Is Why Duke Sucks," it it actually works. <laughs> But yeah, um, there was a there was some exciting games. Uh, Houston continues to dominate. Um, they're looking like they're going to get a two seed. Oh yeah, they're good, man. They're really they're legit. Um, I just watched a little Big Ten basketball game. Actually, I watched uh, Purdue at uh, Minnesota. Oh, that was, was a good game. game. That was a good game. Yeah, I won a, won a, won a little money. I, I had a feeling Minnesota would would take that. They're um, apparently really like nasty at home. They, I think they call their gym the barn. And they're just – I yeah. think they win every game. And it's an elevated floor. Game. Yes. It's like an elevated floor. Yeah. It's super – it's got to be so weird. It's such a It's such a weird home court advantage. You know, it's like the – it's almost like it reminded me of the uh, the blue grass at Boise State when they had like <laughs> more and they were just – they would just rip teams to shreds because it was just – it's just like disorienting playing on blue grass. I can't I'm see sure. – they're camouflaged. Yeah. I can't see the defense. Seriously. Um, yeah, do you you think you think Baylor might have jumped Gonzaga at this point? They're both undefeated. They're clearly the best two teams in the country. I uh, I actually laid a little money on both of them to win the championship, just because I feel like one of those two could do it. It so. certainly seems that way, and and I'm not saying that like if they were supposed to play, but if they did play, I mean, I still think Gonzaga would would probably win and probably be like a four point favorite in that game. But at this point, I mean, they've beaten Oklahoma State, they've beaten Texas Tech, they've swept Kansas. They beat no. Oklahoma. They they have they have better wins. They beat Illinois. They have better wins, I think, at this point than Gonzaga. No, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I yeah. think Baylor has has jumped them. I just because of what you said, it's like Gonzaga. Like I think they're good. I respect Gonzaga. It's a great program. They have re- they're really talented players. Yeah. But Baylor's just long and athletic, and they shoot threes, and they play great defense, and they play in probably the toughest conference in the country. As much as that kills me as a Big Ten boy to say, you know, the Big Twelve's yeah. loaded. It's close, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I think part good. of it is, I think part of it's the star power, honestly, for Gonzaga, which sounds weird, right? They're a West West Coast basketball team, and you, you think Baylor would have more star power, but no, Gonzaga has solidly three, probably first round picks in Tim A. 
uh, Kispert and yeah. Suggs, who's going to probably going to be number one. So yeah. I think Suggs it's, is awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's he looks like he's like 25 years old, but he's like 18 years old, and he's just muscular yeah. and so smart. And yeah, so it'll be. I, I'm I'm so excited for the tournament. I think we're just over a month away. There's been a few COVID scares. I feel like every time I look, there's two or three games canceled each day. But let's get these teams in a bubble. Like, let's just do that. You yeah, know, let's get them I mean, vaccinated. I, I saw let's that 10% get, yeah. of the country was yeah. vaccinated. Why can't it be let's, basketball players? Yeah, let's just vaccinate all these kids. Let's get them in a bubble. Let's stop pretending like, oh, well, they're student athletes. Bullshit. <laughs> you guys didn't have the tournament last year, and you lost billions and billions of dollars. So you need to have it this mm. year. Let's make sure it goes off without a hitch. I guess that's, that's my thing. We were, I mean, it's only in – it's all in Indianapolis, right? Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to go know. down. I'm, I'm going to get in. I don't know how I'm going to. What I'm going to have to. Yeah, climb. just hang around. They'll let you in. Yeah, I'll. I'll. That's that's. Isn't that like if I didn't have kids, man? Like there, I would 100 percent get in this thing. And I don't know how I would. <laughs> I would. It would involve some sketchy money being exchanged with the security guard. But I would. I would find a way into that. Into the, that's true. You, you found your way into the ALCS that way. And... <laughs> Much to Andrea's chagrin, unfortunately. Pat oh, Rada can't believe uh, that. We should never tell Pat. Well, he was you only he was only like fun. four years old, so I guess <laughs> give him a pass. I don't know. <laughs> he didn't even know what scalping tickets meant. <laughs> it's like you just found it. You just manufactured tickets out of the air, right? It was, no, it was fun. Oh, they can, they can never take that title away from us. Never. <laughs> no, they can't. They can't. <laughs> we have immunity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let me touch on the NBA real quick, though. Uh, yeah. I, you, you asked, it's a good question, I think. Who do you take more seriously, the Jazz or the 76ers? I, mm-hmm. I think it's the Jazz, honestly, as boring as they are. There's some good boring basketball teams like the jazz are boring basketball team the nuggets like with jokic it's like they're a boring <laughs> basketball team that was a, somebody said it was are they said that boring team. though like they jazz have donovan mitchell like go bears boring my i you can't like not root for mike conley jr he's an indiana boy he was just grinding away on the grizzlies for years without any credit so and maybe they're not the most exciting you're right you're right they're, they're not the most. If somebody said, uh, I would rather watch Zion Williamson warm up than a Utah Jazz Denver Nuggets game. Wow. I feel like that's just like the purest form of college basketball because they both kind of play like college teams, right? Yeah, no, they definitely do. And they're they're deep and they're fun and they're super well coached. Um, I do. I love Mike Conley, man. I love – he's really – I think last year he was kind of trying to – almost fit in too well too too hard like he he knew he was the new kid and he was yeah. so like i want to i just want you guys to know like i'm not going to be like trying to take shots or and it's like if he you know now he's more in the flow of it and they're just they're really good and they're not like i said they're not they're not the most fun like throw it to go bear watch him do a you know do his goofy little post work yeah <laughs> it's not the most entertaining thing but they win man um they've got a good deep squad i like them they're, they're the only team that I think could threaten the Lakers and the you don't, you have no, no faith in the Clippers. No, I don't. I think they're too dysfunctional. Um, and I just, I don't believe in Paul George. I mean, I know that's not exactly a hot take right now, but I just think come playoffs, it's like, do I think Kawhi can completely carry them and beat LeBron and AD or this jazz team even necessary? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, they got, 
I like I maintained it. They got worse from last year. The players they lost, they got yeah. worse, and the Lakers got better. And clearly, the Jazz got better. You could argue the Nuggets are the same or got better. Um, and I mean, Jokic is clearly. He, I mean, he might win. He'll he'll get MVP votes this year if he doesn't win it. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy to think what what Kawhi left. Like, does he give me regrets? Like, oh, I was with Lowry and Van Vliet and Siakam and Ibaka. Like, I think I had more talent on that team. <laughs> and I could have, yeah. If they, if he was still in Toronto right now, the way the East is, I yeah. I, I mean, do do I think the Seventy Sixers could would like could beat, um, you know, that Raptors team if they had Kawhi? Yeah, they could. But I I think the Raptors would still be favored in that series, honestly. Um, especially if they'd made another finals or even semifinals run last year. Um, so yeah. And you would think guys probably would have stuck around and Masai would have definitely done stuff to like, keep that team more competitive and just gone Mm -hmm. all in on this little window. That is an interesting point. Had he stayed in Toronto, would he, I feel like they would have gone to the finals. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if they would have, I don't know if they would have been able to beat the Lakers, obviously. But I just the fact that the Heat went in in a weird year in the East, yeah, that's a great point. If I think Kawhi with the Raptors, they for sure go back to the finals. I don't Speaking think of the Heat, Nate, can you tell me what's wrong with the Heat? They went to the finals last year. Maybe they have a little bit of a hangover, but they they seemed like, I mean, with Bam and with Duncan Robinson and Tyler Harrell, like all that young talent, they were primed to be even better this year. But they're outside the playoffs right now. What's wrong with the Heat? So they. They hadn't had their their. It was like three or four games ago was the first time they'd actually had their whole like core starting lineup, and then Tyler Hero okay. got hurt too. So that was part of they had major COVID issues, and I just think it's tough, man. It's tough when you make this run, and then two months later you're a young team, and then you know less than two months later you're expected to just ramp it up again. You know, yeah. with the Lakers, I think they had some addition, like you know, like in contrast to being these are the two teams that went to the finals, and well, the Lakers are killing it, and the Heat are like they're I don't even I think they're like the 12 seed right now. They wouldn't even right. make the playing game as of today. Um, but I I just think you know like at some point they are going to have to turn it on, and I guess that's my thing with them. I still think they will, and. God, can you imagine if they did like it, it, like it's not like they're only like a game and a half out of like the ten spot. Yeah. Can you imagine being the seven seed and then you're staring across and it's like the Miami Heat or the ten? Like that's the most dangerous ten seed ever. Like you know, like yeah. just, just yeah. defending defending conference champion Heat team with a pissed off Jimmy Butler that feels like, um, and it's been a bunch of injuries, uh, and a bunch of COVID stuff. That's been my that's been my understanding okay. but no you're right i mean we're, we're far, far enough into the season now that this is a real thing it's like oh man are they uh what are they doing now at the same time it's not like they were the one seed coming out of the east last year you no, know they were the the four right like four yeah, or five yeah. yeah i don't think it would surprise anybody if they clawed their way back into this thing and got even a six or seven seed but the reality is they don't need to do that they just need to be in the top 10 to make it interesting you know and they'll, um, they'll get there. I, they'll get there. Teams like the Bulls, the Knicks, the Hawks, the Hornets. I mean, they're not going to stay around there. I don't think. No, they're not. The Hornets are frisky with Lamelo, but I, I agree. <laughs> I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to stick around. Gordon Hayward's going to get some stupid injury, like his hand's going to get broken again or something. Like wow. That guy, he's just cursed or something. I, I wish you would have made that shot against Duke. I think after that, his whole career was doomed. Yeah, it certainly was. <laughs> um, yeah, Coach K put a hex on him or something. I don't know. Um, 100%. yeah, uh, the 76ers, man, I mean, they're legit. I, I just, 
before I'm like all in on the 76ers, like I need to see a full season of this from Joel, you know, yeah. I guess that's my yeah. thing. Like he, like, give me a full season. Don't get injured and don't have like a stretch where you just like take it off and you just don't really care. Cause yeah, when he's, when he's locked in, he looks like he could be the best basketball player on earth. Certainly. Um, and I think Doc's clearly reinvigorated them. Um, do you still feel like you would have rather had Ben Simmons? The Rockets feel like they're frisky right now, man. I don't know what they're playing right now, but I actually I, I, I bet them plus uh, two and a half tonight against the Miami Heat. <laughs> yeah, they, they were playing well. I think they've lost three in a row now. They're beating the Heat right now, but I don't know. I mean, it's just like I think with Simmons and those picks they have coming up, you feel like you have a good core there. I just don't know that Boogie Cousins, John Wall, like you feel like you – you have guys right now that could be on a team three, four years from now. Like it feels like you just have stopgap guys and you're going to have to start over. Like Ben Simmons is young enough and talented enough. I think that you feel like, yeah, I have Ben Simmons and then I add three first round picks and then we can go from there. I guess that was just my, my stance on things. I feel like with wall, if he keeps playing like this, you could, you could actually, he's a trade piece for you. If if that makes sense. Like he's, you know, you're going to a year from now, if he like puts together, if he like plays this whole season, he doesn't get hurt. I mean, there's going to be a contender that's going to want to trade for him and they'll give up. And then then at that point, you could really just be loaded with stupid draft picks. And I know people are like, oh, well, it's hey, when you have that, if you have that many draft picks, like let's say they did and they got two first round picks for wall or something like that. Yeah. I mean, then it's like they're going to get a superstar like they're not going to go over 10 on those picks or whatever. At that point, no, they're not. They're not. And, and wall, like you said, he he came, he only played one year at Kentucky. I know it seems like a long time ago, but he's only 30 years old. So. He does still have yeah. some value, for sure. No, I love John Wall. I love John Wall in the fast break. It's still horrifying, frankly, to be on the other side of that. So, um, yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's about it for the NBA that I had. The Pacers are still kind of hanging around. Yeah, they 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 were like the three seed. I think they're down to like six. They they've dropped yeah. off a little bit. But wait for Levert to get back. I think when Karis Levert comes, that's the one thing I'm like. They don't have TJ Warren and they don't have Karis Levert. Like you would argue, that's maybe two of their three definitely two of their four best players you know yeah so i mean we'll see we'll see i think a starting five what would the five be it'd be brogdon uh lavert you would go brogdon lavert's like a small fours tj maybe you play yeah TJ don't Warren. don't worry about positions yes yeah, sabonis yeah, LeBron, you know, brogdon, yeah. Warren, uh lavert sabonis and uh miles turner like that's a that's a starting five, man. Like it's that, great. Yeah, healthy. Like that's a legit starting five, and they have a deep bench. Like they could, they could make some. There's, I don't think I look at this Pacers team like this. Like if they can get healthy and they can get right, just the way the Heat came out of the East last year, I'm like, yeah. hey man, like why can't why couldn't that be us? You know, so that's true. We'll they, they they I have to think of more like a Hawks team from like five ten years ago. Like oh yeah, they have five like pretty good players, but they don't have anybody in the playoffs. You're like, Oh, I know I can go to this guy and get 30 points. It's like, oh. yeah, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, Matt, do you want to do the uh, social media story of the week? Oh man. I don't know. Don't get us good, canceled, Matt. I don't get us canceled. This one, this one, this one, this one kind of kind of stuck out to me. I get I get Uber each credit each month. This was a, a girl in I think in the UK that placed an order for uh, for <laughs> delivery, and you can see the notification that she shared um, on her phone. It shows so and so is preparing an order. Thank you for supporting restaurants. Your order is on the move. There's no need to meet them. You'll get an alert 
when it's delivered, all these are showing up on, on her phone. And it's a give Shah a moment to leave your order at the door. You'll get an alert when it's there. And then she wondered why the food didn't show up. And the next notification she got from the, from the driver <laughs> was, sorry, love, ate your food. Oh, no. Um, so <laughs> he was just super <laughs> chill about it. I just thought it was hysterical. It gets shared a lot. Uh, <laughs> but you can see the screenshot that she shared. And it, it, the delivery driver just clearly didn't say <laughs> He ate all of her food. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, I feel like I got to make up for another one here. Um, this is a, a mom's trick. Genius applies to both of you. Mom's Wi-Fi trick to get oh. son to clean hailed as parenting hack of the year. Uh, parent has gone viral on TikTok after sharing the hilarious way she managed to trick her son into doing some homework. And it was all thanks to the Wi-Fi name. So her son came in and I guess yeah. she must change the Wi-Fi password weekly. Um and said, what's well, Wi-Fi passage? She said, clean your room first. Our come, comes back later. And then she apparently said, like, clean your room, for, clean your room first, all lowercase. And that was actually oh, okay. a passage that made him go clean his room. So it's uh, that's a pretty good idea. A lot of people are saying there's a lot of ways that they found ways to trick their kids into doing things. Just by wow, changing that's a good one. That's good. That's all I got. I, I thought that was kind of funny. So I like uh, that, so. I like I like the parent corner from you, Matt. Will you use that move when you have kids? You and Steph Dog. <laughs> Some, uh, uh, yeah, someday. Someday over the rainbow. I know. We're I was I was That's okay. a little ideas. Oh yeah, no, you're good, bro. I, I really like I like sorry I ate your food love. Like it's just the most ideas. British thing ever and you, you really can't <laughs> hate him the way he phrased that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can't. Poor yeah. guy probably got fired, seem to be that, or he quit. Matter. I mean, that's that's kind of an I'm quit. Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I th- I think, <laughs> and then the best part was she shared this. I don't know where she shared it, but the the uh, she did share screenshots asking Uber asking if she wanted to tip <laughs> the driver. Did it. she? Show appreciation. She was so bloody clever. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. It's <laughs> um, good stuff. Joe, is it time? It is. It is time. Um, it's hard. There, there's no more football. There's a little hole in our hearts right now. We have, what, seven months, almost seven months until we get football back. So let's focus on basketball. We're only maybe three weeks away from March. We can do it. We can make it. We get through March. We're in April. We have NBA playoffs. That carries us all the way to June, and we just have those two months of hell before we get back to football. So um, that's just kind of a sneak peek of what my life's like. Anyways, um, <laughs> we got some futures here um, because, like, basketball is really hard, right? It's not like you can it can be Thursday and like, oh yeah, Saturday, Sunday, I have all the lines for the weekend games. No, they only kind of release them a day before, so you have to be a little bit more cutting edge on there. So we went with some futures here. We talked about the surging Irish, the ACC. Kind of a down year. Like you said, North Carolina's not good. Duke's definitely not making the tournament. The Irish have won five of seven. They're peaking at the right time. And the I check the odds. The Irish to win the ACC tournament. The ACC, there's probably only two top 15 teams, no top five teams. Like there's no number one seeds, number two seeds in the ACC. The Irish are plus 8,000 to win the ACC tournament. So 80 to one odds. I kind of like that funny money. 
throw a dollar on that one. Just, just as a fan, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I think there's some merit to it. Not that much. You, who? God, you're right though. Who? I'm, I'm start. I was, start, I was all ready to be like, you think they? And I'm like, yeah, man. The like, ACC kind of sucks this year. Virginia, <laughs> right. Florida State. I don't know. I mean, ah, uh, yeah. I mean, like they're good, but there's no team that I'm just like, no freaking way they could ever. Right. Like, the, there's no way Notre Dame could win the Big Ten or the Big Twelve, but they could win the ACC. They could get hot for four games and shoot the lights out. We've seen Syracuse do it. Like. Notre Dame's won the ACC tournament before, so yeah, why not? History here. I like it. I like it. Yeah. It's a two dollar bet. It's a two dollar bet for me. I think Joe. two to win one sixty. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> um, Josh. Kind of, oh, what was not that? To, not to just pivot, but Josh sent me a screenshot. He picked eight money lines on the NBA last night. He went seven for eight. He was going to win like $200 on it. The Bulls, the Bulls upset the Pelicans. He was like, freaking Bulls, my stupid That was Bulls. the one he lost. <laughs> that was the one he lost. He took the Pelicans. Uh, yeah. uh, we, we should have Josh on. He, I know he's busy and things are crazy with him, but he, you know, I, I feel like he'd, he doesn't talk too much on the group text, but he'd have, a, he'd have something to contribute to this, this pod. No, he'd definitely have stuff to contribute here. Yeah, he'd be good. Yeah. Um, get him to the garage. Yeah, get him to the garage studio. Yeah, I interrupted your segment though, so keep keep going, buddy. Sorry. Not a problem. Not a problem. So the next ones we're going to shift to the NCAA tournament. Pick some winners there. I, you know, like you said, Gonzaga Baylor. I think you can get him three to four to one, three to four to one, something like that. But I like a little bit of longer odds because there's there's so much chaos that can happen in the big tournament. So Villanova. They've been there before. Jay Wright, two titles, another Final Four. They're plus 1,200. They're a top-five team. They still have Gillespie, who's just been around forever. I think he was on their last title team. They have a lot of well, – He's a, a seven-year senior, for sure. Yeah, yeah, they have a lot of pieces. I think they, they're they going to turn it on. And plus 12, 12 to 1 is pretty good odds for them. Uh, and I, I feel good about that one. I like Nova. I've already got – like I said, I've already got a little cheddar on the Baylor-Gonzaga thing. So I might, I might throw – definitely – Definitely at least some free bet money will go towards Nova just to back you yeah. up there. I Yeah. And like you said, they've done it before. We know Jay Wright is a coach that can do it. And yeah, Gillespie just really control. Gillespie's the t- he's a classic college basketball player. He's not, I don't even think he'll get drafted. No, he's, college. he's a Ryan Archie Diacono. I mean, that's who they had yeah. before. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good I, Nova. I like that one. All right. But kind of on a, on the, completely opposite vein is the, the fighting Illini like they maybe don't always look polished but have you seen them play like Co- yeah his name, his name is spelled it looks like Cockburn I think it's Coburn Kofi Coburn he's just a beast down low and they have that guard DeSumo like he's going to be a first round pick he, he's just a blaze and he can get to the hoop anytime he wants so I think Illinois is super talented super athletic and they could make a run in the tournament and they're plus 1300 so 13 to 1 the fighting Illini okay. Coming out of the Big Ten, yeah, Kofi Kofi Cockburn or whatever, however you pronounce his name. I, I like he to say Cockburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think they say Coburn just because they don't want to. They know they'd giggle or something, but yeah. no, they. Uh, he is a man, dude. Like I, that is one thing with him though. I'm like, he sometimes catches the ball and dunks on, and I'm like, how does he not have like forty and twenty every game? He's I don't know. The biggest dude for at all times. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I think Illinois is really good. I they heartbreaking loss for IU against them the other uh the other night but um yeah man I mean that would have been that would have been a big one they really would have been on a little roll if they could have held on at home 
um, and not lost in overtime. But yeah, maybe what are you I should, gonna do? Maybe I should pull up IU's odds here, but no, I don't know. There's I, six, I, it's, six, it's sixty to one. What? That's not it's enough. In, you, you're telling me it's, it's more it's, likely IU's going to win the tournament than Notre Dame's going to win the ACC tournament. That doesn't make any sense. I know. It's the they, well. Here's the thing, too. Like, I don't know about like the. Uh, sometimes I look at the odds and I'm like this makes it like Kentucky's sixty to one too. I'm like IU's better well, than Kentucky. Uh, yeah, they're a lot better. <laughs> yeah, it's like the public money definitely. Yeah. So that's just, for, that's just for people that have no idea. They're like Kentucky sixty to one. I'm throwing twenty on that, and like haven't watched an ounce of college basketball this year, and don't right. realize like Kentucky's probably not even going to make the tournament. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I agree. Yeah, some of the odds, the further you get, are just goofy. Well, well, I like Houston's too. I was looking at. I think Houston's like twenty to one or something. Yeah, that's not bad. I, I thought about that one. It seemed a little too homery. The, the last one I went was twenty five to one. West Virginia. Bob Huggins, okay. great coach. They're not sexy. They actually shoot way better. Like West Virginia is known as a defensive team historically, but these guys can shoot. McBride, probably going to be a first-round pick. They just keep winning. They, they, I think they swept Texas Tech. They've beaten Kansas. They've beaten Oklahoma State. Uh, they gave. They only lost to Gonzaga by five points. I think they're just a really good team, but you know because they're from West Virginia, because no one really watches them play. I, I, I mean, I think at twenty-five to one, they're they're at least an elite eight team in my eyes. No, they could definitely make a run. Yeah, um, yeah. I I haven't watched much West Virginia basketball. I won't lie. That's but I the do thing. No, no one watches them. But yeah, Bob Huggins, you gotta love the guy. Gotta love the guy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Huh. All right. It's good. Good stuff, Joe. Yeah, you know uh, it's tough. It's tough. It's, it's post Super Bowl. You gotta ease into new sports, new takes. Uh, but thankfully, we have a lot a lot going on in our own lives. We have some vacations coming up. And life is pretty, pretty good. No, life's good for sure, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sports <laughs> are good too. I mean, the podcast was fine. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't want to make you I, I go on a tangent here, but Nate, everything's going well. Yeah, it is for sure, bud. Um, I do. I will miss football. You know, it is always hard that moment, especially watching a crappy game like that. And you're just oh yeah, like, man. That's uh, that's it for a while, huh? So. Right, and but the, we'll get back. the championship we'll get games weren't good. It's like we haven't we the last three football games weren't any good, and yeah, just sad. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do? I guess. Well, that's all I had, Joe. That's all I had, Matt. Take us out. All right. Well, thanks for listening. I think this is episode thirty-two. Be sure to tune in next week. Um, and I guess we don't have any